this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode number 300 or rather episode number 636 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. <clears throat> this unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. And if reading the Bible is boring to you uh, and you don't see it as exciting, then you might want to check your salvation. If praying to God is boring to you, uh, then you might need to check your salvation. Uh, because reading the Bible is the most exciting thing, the most real thing going on in the world today, along with prayer. Shall we pray before we read? Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord, for giving us a mind to pray earlier, even to pray for this service and for the service tonight. As we will, by your grace, if you should tarry your coming, and if you would allow us to live, we'll remember you in the communion service or the Lord's Supper. And so, Holy Father God, prepare us for that even now. As, Lord, hopefully everybody under the sound of my voice, everybody, Lord, in this audience, everybody around the world, Help us all, Lord, to praise you and to thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for all of our sins and took all of our sins away. Through his shed blood. And we praise you and we thank you for your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word and for all of the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Grant us your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing, your fruit, 
and your liberty of your Holy Spirit to pray, to read your Holy Word, to comprehend your Holy Word, and to understand it, to obey it, to love it, and to live by it, and to apply it to our lives. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years, every day of our lives. Lord, I would not trade this Christian journey for anything in the world. It is the most exciting life to live. And I thank you for putting me on this path at the age of 19. I wish, Lord, I had enough sense and understanding to have done it earlier now. And uh, I do not regret that day. You saved my soul from the power and the pain of sin and the punishment of sin, which I didn't know anything about before that day. I thank you, Lord, for hearing the prayer that you put in my heart because I don't know, know where else it would have come from. When I prayed as a child, show, show me the light. And I'm sure I'm not the only one you did that for. And Holy Father God, I pray on this beautiful Sunday that you would have continued mercy and grace, Lord, upon my soul and all of the saved people in my family and in this country, in this audience, and around the globe. And help them to pray for themselves. And Lord, confess our sins for Jesus Christ's sake. Have continued mercy and grace upon us and forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our faults, and our failures. Wash and cleanse our hearts, minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us uh, as your saved people and fill us at this moment today with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty of your Holy Spirit. Put a God at our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes and our temperaments that we would not sin against you in word, thought, or deed. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin and grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And help us, Lord, on this beautiful Sunday to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. 
And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight for the salvation of my wife, Marika White, of 34 years. Uh, Lord, uh, back in those days, uh, being a, a, an evangelist, I thought that anybody who said they were saved and they were going to church was saved. Uh, I just believed them because salvation is so simple. Uh, but you have taught me uh, over the years that everybody who says they're saved are not, even though they may work faithfully in the church. My wife is that way. I believe her mother's that way, and her two aunts are that way. My mother's that way. My two sisters are that way. They're religious but lost. Uh, for they like to do the showy stuff in church and around other people, but they uh, they do not obey your holy word. Thank you for the. Uh, rather long, rather lengthy article that uh, I put up this morning joining with Dr. Matera about that same issue because I am convinced that the failure in the church today is because pastors have been more concerned about attendance and church membership and paying members than they have been about the eternal salvation of the souls of these people. And so we have a hodgepodge and things all jumbled up in the church today where people don't even know salvation from church membership. And so Holy Father God, I pray that you would rectify that bad situation, that confused and convoluted situation and so I find myself and have found myself down through the years now of marriage, 34 years of marriage, realizing and accepting the fact that my wife, Marika White, has never been born again, has never been saved. She's just religious and lost. And, uh, and I have other family members that way. No doubt there are people in this audience who just came out of a church service who are that way. Uh, they love to hear sing song preaching and they love the music and they love doing things and showing that they can do things in the church but they have never been born again. Open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears. Uh, Lord I pray for thousands and millions who are that way as I was big time. I would have been shocked if I had died before you saved my soul, I would have been shocked, no doubt to this day, that I would be in hell. And so, Holy Father God, have your Holy Ghost to not give these people rest until they come to know your Savior. Lord, help them to believe in you and to trust in you for you have said it best for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life Lord save that soul that is near as hell today in spite of us re reclaim the backslidden 
And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the lost around the world, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving and the mourning in this country and around the globe. Draw them to yourself as only you know how to do. I don't know how you do it. All I know is how you did me. And Holy Father God, as you know, I was not looking for you, but you found me and you answered that prayer of a little boy. And I thank you for that. And Holy Father God, I do pray uh, on this beautiful Sunday that you will lift our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties <coughs> and troubles and problems and fears from our feeble hearts. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would fill us with your peace, the pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight that you would, <clears throat> rather this early afternoon, deliver us, Lord, from all of our as saved people in my family and beyond uh, in this audience and beyond uh, Christians in this world. Deliver us, Lord, from trying to handle the things that we can't handle and help us to be humble even as men and to realize that you show up and show out in our weakness and we need to acknowledge our weakness and ask you for your help. And I do that again, Lord, and I pray that you would uh, deliver me and all of us in the Christian family from tribulations and troubles, trials and temptations, tests and tensions. Help us to learn the lessons you want us to learn and do not pass us on until we have learned them. Uh, give us the grace, as the old saints used to say, to climb and the strength to climb and to overcome. And Holy Father God, I do pray tonight for, uh, rather this early afternoon, I do pray, Lord, that you will deliver us from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family and financial, legal and student loan debt and student progress problems help everybody to move on and uh, to do your work and to do your will in their lives. Lord God in heaven, I praise you and thank you for all of my children and I thank you for blessing them all to be successful and I pray that you'll help each one to be consistently obedient to you so that they can consistently be uh, blessed by you and have your favor. Uh, that you have blessed me to pass uh, on to them. Uh, help them to understand that the great and grand success that they're having right now in their lives and uh, 
my oldest two daughters being in a position to help the others get started well uh, and finish well their college education uh, is the favor that you have blessed me with and passed on to them. Help them not to mess it up with sin and evil and foolishness. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, uh, Lord, you would, uh, let me say to you, Lord, thank you for remembering mercy and grace while the church has been under chastisement and rebuke. And the world has been under punishment because you love us, not because you hate us. You want your people to come back to you and you want people who are lost to come to your son for their salvation. And Holy Father God, have it to be so according to your will. Let your will be done and not ours. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight on this Sunday even, Lord, on this Sunday even, as beautiful as it is, I pray for all of my children. I pray for the children of the people in this audience, those who name the name of Christ and those who don't. I pray, Lord, for the children of saints across this country and around the globe. I pray, Lord, for all of our families. Lord, comfort those Christian families that are hurting and suffering down in Florida, Florida, one of my home states. And Lord, uh, uh, help the saints to confess sin and repent. Help us all who name the name of Christ in this country to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways. And Holy Father God, thank you for your holy word that simply says, have faith in God. And one of my favorite passages that I had my wife to write down, Lord, and Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Thank you, Lord, for your holy word. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses.
Holy Father God, I thank you so much for that passage and all of your other prayer passages from the Old Testament and the New Testament that we have gone over this past week and that I have sent to my children every day. Call upon me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you'll bless and protect my family and my children especially, and all of the saints in this audience and around the world. Protect us, Lord, today from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil and the demons of hell. As you know, Lord, I have already warned my wife not to allow the devil to control her and to use her. And I pray, Lord, now, because I'm not ignorant of the devil's devices. Uh, the devil has tried, as always, to hinder this service uh, through her. Uh, but Lord, uh, it has not it, was, it has not been as bad as it normally is. But it can get bad real quick, like the Eurachlodon storm in the Bible rose pretty quickly. Uh, and so, Lord, I thank you that you've taught me over the years not to be ignorant of the devil's devices. That the devil could use her or somebody else to try to hinder your gospel from going forward because he's the great hinderer and you have taught me that he never sleeps he never rests he is constantly at it especially at people who are doing it every day all day and he wants this praying to stop he wants this preaching of the gospel every day to stop this praying without ceasing all day long to stop and he will use anybody to try to stop it. And so thank you, Lord, that I'm not ignorant of the devil's devices. He can jump during this service. He has done so. He can jump after the services through my wife or someone else or something else. And uh, Lord, uh, I will not be at this point shocked at anything. And I thank you, Lord, for having that, for your giving me that alertness and vigilance when things are placid and peaceful even. So Lord, I pray that my wife, Marika White, would come to know you as Savior so that she can fight that battle and fight the devil from the inside out through you. And not me just have to fight it from the outside in in her life. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that you would indeed bless and protect my family, my children, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, and Danielle, Duran, Danielle, and Quazia. Uh, all of my offspring protect us all from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and Christians and Christian children around the world. Protect us from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place the Lord upon us, the whole armor of God. Surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. 
cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ and make us Lord to be whiter than snow on the inside again Lord we thank you for the life of your servant Dr. John McNeil Jr. thank you Lord for putting in my heart to honor him as a great man of God and servant of yours and who has had an impact in my life I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor, and I thank you, Lord, as you have commanded us to give honor where honor is due, and uh, it's just a joy to be able to get from you the heart to remember people like that. A man who didn't know me, I was never a member of his church, he, and I never even thought about joining his church but he treated me like a father to a son like a and and like a pastor to a, a church member anytime I wanted to bounce some th things off of him and ask him some questions about the vision you put in my heart to reach black America with the gospel and beyond he was always available he always helped out, always was willing to host a conference or come speak at a conference way up in other parts of the country. Lord, I give you the glory, praise, and honor and thanks for this man of God and all of the other men of God that you led me to honor for their faithfulness to you while they're living not after they're dead. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray that you'll have me, Lord, to do everything I need to do today for your glory, praise, and honor by the power of your unction, anointing, and Holy Spirit. And, uh, Lord, to do it to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ. For we all must say with John the Baptist, you must increase and I must decrease. Have it to be so. In Jesus Christ's name, I do pray. We do pray, I hope. Amen. Oh, I wish I could sing. I wish I could sing it. Now, I like the way I sing. But when I listen to myself, I don't see how anybody else can like it. That's why I do not torture you anymore with my singing. Today, beloved, by the grace of God, I have the uh, high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing thus saith the Lord the Word of God the Holy Bible from the Song of Solomon 
chapter 1 verses 1 through 10 we're still in the wisdom books and don't get embarrassed this is a very fitting uh, passage today we didn't we didn't work it out this way because on today we're in, we are encouraging I am encouraging I'm joining with uh, Cameron Burr forget her first name I don't know Candace Cameron Burr she is a delightful vivacious Christian woman she's married and, uh, and, and and she wants Christian people Christian women who are married to celebrate sex with their spouses and stop being so critical of her because she celebrates married sex and I do too and I join her in doing that it is one of the greatest gifts uh, in the history of the world that God has given to married people uh, is, 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 a, is a reward and then the children that come from it the Bible says is a reward and it's good to have your quiver full God gave me my quiver full and and it was just a joy I had just as much fun as the children serving God together and doing fun things together than they did. I know that for a fact. I had just as much fun and maybe with some of them I had more fun. Fun, fun, fun. There's nothing like godly Christian family fun. And um, and uh, and then even though my wife and I do not have a great marriage like I hope some of you do. You say you hope so. Why are you not uh, hoping for yourself? Uh, when you're saved and you're born again, you can truly be happy for other people. And so, uh, even though we don't have a great marriage, the sex part has been great. And uh, she is, of course, embarrassed a little bit about that uh, as a woman, as a human being, but uh, she has never... Uh, been a problem in that area that's and that's one of the main reasons why we that one, uh, it was the main reason why I got married I, I did not get married for romance or anything like that I got married to have sex legally and uh, uh, without guilt because see, when you're saved, listen to me well, as I wrote earlier today, when you're saved, if you commit sin, you're going to feel guilty. Whereas before you got saved, you didn't feel guilty. See? And this is why some of you don't pray, because God's going to heighten that guilt if you come to him and you're living in sin and doing things you have not. Uh, you're not supposed to do and by the way the the, the sin that we people uh, and 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 especially 
and I know this, we Negroes uh, commit is fornication and adultery. Now, and the white folks are doing it too. But I do know that's, that's been the thing in our community. I don't care if you like it or not. Black Lives Matters. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, you've been coming after me for a long time now. I don't. I can care less. It's the truth. Uh, that's one thing we're gonna do. We're gonna get a bucket of chicken and some hot sauce, and we're gonna go at it, doing things we ought not to do, enjoying things we ought not to enjoy, and they don't bother us if we're lost. That's why sinners do what they do. They, they do it with gusto. I did it with gusto. When I was lost. I, I thought something was wrong with you if you were not running with me to get these girls, get these women. Man, what's wrong with you? And I would, I would say this today. There's something wrong with our men. Today, if you're interested in a man's... Uh, you're interested in, 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 in some ugly, stinking man and all these beautiful, fat women around here. You've got to be kidding me, man. That's why that's one of the reasons why I hate that sin so much. Because you, I don't know what in the world. What do you see in a bony, ugly, stinking, hairy men, uh, man? And, 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 and you think, you girls, you young people think women are nasty. And they are. But men are nastier. Have you ever been in a man's bathroom? That's the last place. That's the last place on earth a man wants to go. Cause men don't. They they don't clean up nothing. Nasty. And what you want with a snaking, ugly, nasty, bony man? I said it. I don't care if you like it on Sunday. That's ridiculous with all these beautiful, fine women out here, man. See, if I was uh, an atheist, which I'm not, I would have to believe there's a God to to shape who 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 made. uh, I would have to believe there was a God somewhere who made women so voluptuous and so beautiful. What's wrong, huh, son? What is wrong? You can't see that, huh? Get out of here with that mess when you want to be with some stinking, ugly, nasty man. You've got to be kidding me. I don't care if you like it or not. I can care less. It's very disturbing. But people who get married, Married sex is a beautiful thing. Don't you ever forget it. And and it's a beautiful thing on up in age. I got 99 problems, but sex ain't one. Sex with my wife ain't one. You say, preacher, I don't like you talking like that. I know, I know I'm embarrassing my children, but uh, one day, hopefully they'll get married. And they'll understand. See, it's a great benefit. First of all, it's a blessing. Okay, excuse me. I was reminded of something.
first of all, is a blessing, particularly in the beginning of marriage. When you, you have access to a beautiful woman's body as a man to do with her what you want. The marriage bed, by the way, let me just go ahead and say this. Solomon said it better than I did and more uh, eloquently than me, but the marriage bed is undefiled. Huh? Okay. Uh, so, the marriage bed is undefiled. And so, uh, having and being able to have sex multiple times a day and multiple times a week as a young couple is beautiful. And then the babies come. And the, ba the babies look like angels when they come. Okay? And then if you raise them right, and they, they can help you in whatever ministry that you're doing or whatever business you're involved in, they will help you and they'll learn how to work. My daughter Danny, four degrees before she started working on her doctorate, religion, psychology, all of that combined together. She took very smartly and very wisely she took what I taught her business wise for the family business took it and ran with it so and got a job based upon what she learned here under me and then started her own businesses similar to the business that she learned from the household and she's the richest child in the family able to help me in the ministry financially and able to help her siblings be, and, and by being a blessing to me and helping them to do things I, I really don't uh, uh, am not inclined to do don't have the energy to do like I used to and she told me she said I'm, uh, uh, I want to I want you to rest She's barely 30 years old. In light of the house that she's living in, her, um, uh, what they call, uh, her wealth is over a million dollars for sure. Barely 30 years old and driving a new Mercedes and able to help her siblings get started. I don't want her to do everything for them though. And I made that clear. They they must do like she did. In other words, she didn't go into her field. She took advantage of what she learned as a child growing up in my household and took it and ran with it. Bam! Now she can go ahead and pursue her other dreams. Because she has the financial backing to do it with. And, and so your children, if you raise them right, can be a blessing to you while they're growing up. And let me tell you, fathers and mothers something, uh, have your children to occupy until uh, Jesus comes. Keep your children busy. And uh, she works all the time. She loves to work. Hard-working woman. Okay. 
and then and then when they leave home they'll, they'll still be a blessing to you I have children right now who are monitoring this service uh, and, and, and helping in the ministry helping in the business still and they have their own obligations and jobs and so forth but they still help the children have been a blessing they are a blessing so sex is good with a woman men thank God for it that's right stop feeling all squeezy queasy and 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 nasty about sex. There's nothing nasty about sex. Stop being nervous when people talk about sex in the church. That should be just you and, you know, uh, your marriage and family. That's your business. That's what y'all doing. Yeah, we understand all of that. But we need to talk about it more in the church because uh, you're looking at it on pornography sites. You've joined Ashley Madison. Your children are masturbating looking at people having sex in the church. Some are so-called addicted to it, they say. They can't wait to get back to watch people have sex on a computer screen. But see, what's, what, what, what I'm emphasizing in this campaign is that for married couples to have more sex, first of all, do you know how the Catholic Church uh, grew their church? They don't grow their church by going knocking on doors. Have you ever seen a priest out knocking on doors, witnessing the people? You've never seen that in your life, or nuns either. They may come and, and try to sell some cookies to you or something like that. <clears throat> but they don't witness for the Lord. They hardly preach the gospel. They don't worry about the growth of the church. You know why? Because they're having sex. Some are doing it illegally. They have grown their church through sex, through having babies. Pastors have encouraged it. That's why so many families have, so many Catholic families have big families. You, if you start a church with 20 families, and each family has 10 children, what you got there? Huh? Mathematician back there. 20 times 10. You have a church of 200 members right there. That's what they have done. They've, they've calculated all that out. And then those children coming out of a big family, they have a big family. Before you know it, you got uh, 400 people in your church. 400 people can carry a church. Then their children and then their grandchildren, before you know it, over time, you have 2,000 members, 3,000 members in the church, 4,000. And they, that's what they have done from the get-go. Children are a blessing of the Lord, my dear friends. If you have had children inside of a marriage and even outside of a marriage, that's a blessing from God. Because the children are not, are not illegitimate. If you have had children outside of the marriage, like I have, uh, before marriage, like I have. The children are not illegitimate. The parents are illegitimate. 
they're wrong okay so I bless you if you will my brothers and sisters instead of watching football instead of stuffing yourself have sex together the best exercise in the world by the way if you don't work up a sweat having sex I don't know what you're doing I don't know what you're doing I have no clue I don't know you if you don't and 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 and, and you know when you're having sex you need to t cut the air conditioning off that's why that boy became famous when he wrote and sung that song take off all your clothes so uh, that's what you need to do Christian couples and the one of the main reasons why I'm sharing this with you along with Candace Cameron Burr because uh, sister Shirley Caesar is famous for saying when you leave church go to your own house just because you like what you see up in here, don't be going over and bother anybody. That does not belong to you, sir, ma'am. So when you leave church, <laughs> glory be to God, go to your own house. Don't go to Sister Sylvia's house, to the den of iniquity. Don't go to Bo Peep's house, to the den of sin. Go home to your own spouse, not to anybody else's house. I didn't mean to rhyme, but sometimes I rhyme all of the time. One of the best things you can do is have sex with your own spouse. And then, and, and for you women, leave that man empty so he does not even have anything to give anybody else. And, and for a while. And, uh, but you. And, and you all satisfy one another. And sister girl, you need to stop lying about you can't, you not, he's, he's coming too quickly and won't let you have any, won't get what you want. No, you can get it if you want it, baby. You know that. Stop it. Stop it. No, no, you, 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 you're trying to manipulate your husband. You're trying to play game. You, you, because you hate him, you don't like him, you don't want to give it up and you don't want to get yours. You want to complain and whine. Every man knows and every woman knows. You can get it if you want it. He's not going to stop you from getting it, but you need to get it. <laughs> you need to get it. You need to get it. Because he's going to get his after a while. You need to get yours while you can. Okay, so that you'll hear more about that later on today. The Song of Solomon, chapter 1, verses 1 through 10. The Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for thy love is better than wine. Now, let me tell you something. Oh, I'm not supposed to comment. 
because of the salve of thy good ointments, thy name is an ointment poured forth. Therefore do the virgins love thee. Draw me, we will run after thee. The king hath brought me into his chambers. We will be glad and rejoice in thee. We will remember thy love more than wine. Wow. The upright love thee. I am black but comely. I can go off on that right there too, but I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the plan. O ye daughters of Jerusalem, as the tents of Kedar, as the curtains of Solomon, look not upon me because I am, because the sun hath looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me. They made me the keeper of the vineyards, but mine own vineyard have I not kept. Tell me, O thou whom my soul loveth, where thou feedest, where thou makest thy flock to rest at noon. For why should I be as one that turneth aside by the flocks of thy companions? If thou know not, O thou fairest among women, go thy way forth by the footsteps of the flock and feed thy kids beside the shepherd's tents. I have compared thee, O my love, to a company of horses in Pharaoh's chariots. Mm -hmm. God help me to refrain from commenting. Thy cheeks are comely with rows of jewels, thy neck with chains of gold. Shall we pray? It's getting hot in here. Shall we pray? You all right back there? Shall we pray? <laughs> Woo! Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Have it to find a deep lodging place in our hearts. Help us to love it and to cherish it and to obey it, to live by it and apply it to our lives. To preach it and to teach it unto others the whole counsel of God and to preach your holy gospel so others may will be able to come to know your Savior. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, beloved, when I was a teenager, I wanted to get wisdom and knowledge. So I set out uh, to read the big family Bible that was kept in the living room and that many families had in those days. We don't see them much today, but these are huge Bibles. But I couldn't get past Genesis chapter 2 before I got bored with reading the Bible 
I just could not understand it. I found out later in life that you have to believe on Christ and get saved before you can understand the Holy Word of God, the Bible. So, so here is how I became a Christian, and here is how you can too. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law, the God who created the heaven and the earth. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact, dear friend, that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sin. Our bodies go to a grave. Our soul goes to hell because of our sin if we don't trust in Christ Jesus as our Savior. And that leads me to my third point. Thirdly, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew, 10, uh, Matthew 18, 8. Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, in the Holy Word of God. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Holy Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. <clears throat> now hell in the lake of fire, dear friends, is bad news. Uh, but I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who took away the sins of the world, said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and to change your life so that you can understand the Bible better and learn it and do it and be blessed by it. And Jesus will save you today. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. Uh, 
For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, believing in your heart that he is the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world and that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead, Please pray with me this simple prayer and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day early one Sunday morning. Repeat after me the sinner's prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today I choose to turn from my sins. With your help, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose on the third day. I trust Jesus Christ as my Savior, and by your grace I will follow him as Lord from this day forward. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet, What to Do. After you enter through the door, Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Dear friend, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good, is my prayer.